Good morning, afternoon, evening, all y'all tuning in. Roll the Good morning, afternoon, Astro. evening. I'm Garrett. This is the new Winty Show. Yeah. Hey, hey, who they think gonna beat them Bengals? Welcome back to the new Winty Show. I am G Money Garrett. It is training camp officially, and I'm ready to talk about all of it here on the new Winty Show. Um, this is exciting. I have finally figured out how to get my intro into this show, and training camp has started. The NFL is officially back, baby. Who isn't excited for this? The Cincinnati Bengals are back on your televisions, back on your Twitter feed, officially in helmets, practicing. Who would have thought? We're all back in that time of year. I'm so excited. But other than that, what's going on with you guys? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're we're going to talk about the Bengals all day. But either way, I'm I, I'm still flabbergasted that we're a week through training camp and everybody is cross fingers knock on wood see it here i'm knocking i'm knocking on wood everybody stays healthy i really want this year to be good i'm really excited for all of our new pieces and all of our returning pieces to have absolute amazing years this year starting off we officially have video of a lot of these guys going out and playing and competing against each other we have we have the young guys making young guy big plays we have veterans making veteran big plays and everybody seems to be gelling well together they're it it's almost like they never went into the off season it's almost like everybody just went straight into the next season and we didn't even have x amount of months of off time and everybody it's like it's like we didn't miss a beat and it's incredible. I am so excited seeing you see almost every day on your Twitter feed. If you're following all the people, uh, all the journalists and reporters who are at those, uh, at those practices every day and all the people who are also at the practices at spectators, which you've never seen this many people spectate Bengals practices as you have this year. It, it's incredible having all these people with the support that we have for our team. And it's just so I'm so happy that we uh, that we're able to bring such amazing vibes to the NFL this year. Albert Breer was at the Cincinnati Bengals uh, practice today, said they looked great. Uh, NFL Network was at the Cincinnati Bengals practice earlier this year. Everybody said they looked great. The Migos look great, all showing up on NFL Network inside training camp. Absolutely amazing. We have Back Together Saturday, uh, the day this comes out. So hopefully you're listening to this on the way to uh, on the way to the stadium. But I'm really, really excited if you are going. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be there, and I'm very sad. This is one of the first days I haven't been able to go back together Saturday in a while. But I'm just, I'm really happy that. We're a team that everybody's excited about. I mean, we're, I think we're a top five team, probably top three in the NFL. If I had to give my opinion, I'd say top two and we ain't number two. But anyway, we, we look amazing. Uh, starting off giving specific names. I mean, 
to combat our loss at tight end. Hayden Hurst looks like an absolute beast out there, making laying out for amazing grabs going out there. Apparently, he's also amazing at blocking, and he's going out there making athletic plays on both the line, helping out with uh, Brandon Allen, filling in for Joe Burrow after his appendicitis and uh, getting his appendix moved, prayers up. Hopefully he's feeling better and he can come back as, as good as new, which we all know he will. But uh, just saying to say, once again, everybody listen. Knocking on wood that everybody's healthy this year. And I really want to make sure that everybody is also following me in that. So anytime you hear me knock on wood, y'all better be knocking on wood and saying your prayers. But. All these guys making athletic plays, Hayden Hurst, and going off to the defensive side, flipping over, Dax Hill and Cam Taylor-Britt going into their first year. All I see, I feel like, on the defensive side, other than the fact that we have all of our pieces back, obviously Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, all these guys who we know household names by now at this point. I mean, we all know they're going to ball out in training camp. We all know that everybody's going to make an impact. We all know all this stuff. But what we're all focusing on are new additions and young guys. And the young guys are making a splash right now. Cam Taylor Britt looks absolutely incredible. He's making athletic plays. He's had so many good PBUs and interceptions and even in those drills he does it almost looks like he has better body control in the air than i do when i'm walking i feel like i'm such a clumsy little guy and anytime i go and i trip over my feet and then i go five seconds later and see cam taylor Britt do basically a double backflip 360 spin in the air while also catching a football in front of a the receiver's face I feel like the most unathletic human to ever walk the earth but I'm glad that I'm not out there and he is because I'd rather have him defending all these top tier NFL receivers rather than me so there's a good and a bad to me being unathletic and him being athletic but I mean those guys you see obviously were not all happy that we didn't get a Jesse Bates deal done we all know that, but we're not going to dwell on it. If Jesse's going to play, Jesse's going to play. Mike said that he has, he's confident that Jesse's going to play for us this year. So I'm going to trust the guy who owns the team with the name that I love wearing and all this stuff. I have a Bengals blanket. I have everything Bengals. They're my, they're my team and I trust the guy who owns them. And I know there was a topic of discussion uh, on a podcast called Bussin' with the Boys with uh, our former tight end, CJ Uzama, who went to New York, and he was, uh, he was saying some unnecessary things that didn't really need to be said. Not that they're necessarily like untrue or true or stuff like that. It was just, it's unnecessary for you to go and kind of call out your former team in a way that isn't, necessary to he basically started a war with a whole bunch of Bengals fans and it was unnecessary for him it's unnecessary for us to look at it and go and talk about it too much which is exactly what I'm doing but I'm not going to get into it more than I already have I love CJ when he was here he was a heartbeat guy played his role he was great 
I'm really sad that we had to see him go, but he went to New York, so he's no longer on my team, so I'm not really going to pay too much attention to him other than the fact that we play him during the year, and so uh, he'll just he can't have his cake and eat it too sometimes, so we'll just have to see how it goes down when we play the Jets in, uh, in September. So I'm not going to get into that too much. I'm going to go back to our guys that are on the team and that are making a big splash in training camp in these first couple days. On the other side of the ball, the Migos balling again. Who would have thought, right? I mean, these guys, like, Jamar is... You would have never thought that he had any issues last year in training camp, and I can't believe that is a year ago. It feels like 15 years ago, and I feel like I've aged a million. It's just it's crazy to see the progression of him going, and we all thought that he was going to... Well, we didn't think. The NFL media thought that Jamar Chase was going to be a bust because he dropped some passes in in training camp. Everybody drops passes in training camp. Guess what? He has the greatest rookie receiver season of all time, except for maybe Randy Moss. And he helped us take us to the Super Bowl. Simple as that. And that's all I'm going to say about that. It's almost like he never even had drop issues. And it's so amazing that you can go and see a guy progress that much. And he was, he said in interviews, he's like, I was just kind of running around. I didn't necessarily know what I was doing. I knew that I had to get open and I knew that I had to go and beat these guys, but now I'm actually seeing route trees and I'm seeing the defensive defenses better and all this stuff. And you're like, you're just kind of running around out there while you were dropping 250 on defenses and mossing people in the end zone and then gritting all over their heads after they tried to talk some smack on you. Like you weren't, you didn't know what you were doing. Quote, 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 whatever. Yeah. Okay. Guy absolute stud over here coming out with all this stuff. Like I, if he didn't know what he was doing, then I want to know what he does when he knows what he's doing. Speaking of people who are absolute studs, T Higgins looks like a monster again. It seems like every year he just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and better and better and better. I mean, when you have a guy that's your wide receiver too, we can say it. It's okay. It's not a slight on him. It's just, we have the greatest wide receiver trio in the NFL. And I'm not afraid to say it. There are no other proven NFL trios at wide receiver that are better than the Cincinnati Bengals. You can talk about Tampa Bay all you want, but they have to prove it. And Chris Godwin has to be healthy all year. Mike Evans has to be healthy all year. And Julio Jones has to actually prove that he's going to give the Buccaneers something because he didn't really do much for Tennessee last year and everybody was freaking out. I even had him on my fantasy team and I was kind of pissed because he did nothing for me and my fantasy team. And he did nothing essentially. And that this is coming from a diehard Alabama fan who thinks Julio Jones is one of the greatest receivers of this century, which he is. He's one of the most athletic humans to ever step on the football field. I mean, other than a couple other guys, Julio Jones has been an absolute stud forever. And you can't, you can't put any blame on him for going and wanting to, prove that he needs more money but like prove it 
now you have a chance with the greatest quarterback of all time, probably the greatest football player of all time in Tom Brady throwing you the football. If you can't show me now, then I can't put you above three border two thousand yard receivers and a borderline thousand yard receiver in Tyler Boyd. And once again, Tyler Boyd looks great in training camp. He always has since we drafted him. He's just he's he's a guy who's not necessarily there to get a check, but he knows what he needs to do. And he's just going to go in there and grind like it's all about the levels. It's all about the one percent better every day. And he's just going to go in and all these guys are going to go in and compete and get better and better every day. And it's like I. I don't know. I don't know what else you want from him. This this receiver trio is dangerous. And when you have three guys that can drop 150 and two tutties on your heads, you have to pay attention to all three of them. So NFL defenses, if you weren't scared before, you should be scared now and you should have been scared a long time ago. Keeping on the offensive side, obviously, we're missing out on Joe Burrow. He got his appendix removed. Hey, everyone knock with me. Prayers up. Hope he's okay. He should be back better late than or better now than later. I'd rather him get that uh, get that surgery now and uh, make sure he's okay for the season and make sure that he's uh, getting healthy, keeping his body right, keeping his mind straight. He doesn't need to be throwing every day, all day, all the time when he's a proven guy. He already does so much mental preparation and he's thrown the ball already a lot early in OTAs and other mini camps throughout the year. Like he. He's not needing to go and throw a million times, obviously, to warm up his body for the season. Is he going to get that? Is he going to want to get those reps in, those physical reps? Absolutely. But I'm sure he's already taking mental reps. And so I'm n- no one should be worried about that. Joe Mixon, though, dog. Anybody who's got that dog in him, Joe Mixon's got him. Let's ride, baby. I mean, he's talking about in interviews gaping holes with the offensive line. So not only talking about Joe Mixon, but also talking about how amazing this offensive line looks and all these new additions. And granted, some of them have had some injuries early, but there are a lot of positive things coming out from Frank Pollock saying everybody who's over and getting worked on, they're feeling great. They should be ready for the first week of the season. Everybody should be good and prepped and ready and feeling good starting for the first week. I mean, these guys, Joe, Joe said, and Joe Mixon, I should, I mean, said in in an interview uh, today, he was talking about how he had gaping holes in the line and how he was like, yeah, I've put up all these numbers in the past years, but he's trying to go back to a Super Bowl, And if like, if he's seeing these holes in the game, like, there's no way that he can't be putting up these numbers again year after year after year. If you keep having these guys show up and giving him some great protection and great holes for him to go and just pound the ball right down your throat. And then guess what? When you pound it down your throat, you're worried about the run game. And then you have three wide open receivers, thousand yard receivers down with amigos. And then you have Joe Burrow slinging the ball all over your heads. Sooner or later, you have 600 yards and six tutties on you and the game's over. It happened like that. 
I'm so excited for this season. Training camp is awesome. Anyway, it's it's amazing to go back. I love this part of the season. I love going through this time. Next week, I'm going to go through the win-loss game. If you know anything about Rich Eisen or the Rich, Rich Eisen show, this is definitely something from him. Shout out to Rich. He's never going to see this ever in his life, but I'm going to do the Cincinnati Bengals win-loss game next week, and hopefully we'll be able to go and see outside of my mediocre predictions when the NFL came out with their original uh, season schedules. I'm actually going to go through every week and go through a hard analyzation with all of you guys and be able to show you, hey, this is what we're probably going to run against. This is how they're going to show flashes against our defenses. Uh, our, oh, is it home away? What's the time of year? Is it going to be a big game? Is it going to be something that we're going to probably go and have to think about more scheme wise or are we just going to have to brute force this game like it's we're we're going to go into it next week but now that we're into training camp season the NFL season has officially started first game is coming up soon it's this this season's coming at you fast and I'm ready I'm more than ready for me to experience it with all of you guys thank you so much for joining me i appreciate it hope you all like the intro i hope you all like the show let me know leave a like make sure to subscribe to the new wincy podcast channel everybody on here makes great contact content go check out the 513 Bengals pulse everybody make and of course y'all know zim and ace out there they're always making good content everybody on this on this platform makes good content thank you very much Good morning, afternoon, evening to whenever you watch this. Who day?